Today's episode is brought to you by Romer Skincare. Based out of Chicago, Romer launched a work-from-home clean skincare line that covers all your skin needs. They proved that you don't need a million serums and eye creams to get better skin. Why do we love them? Clean ingredients and effective results with just a simple three-step routine that you and even your partner can share. Right now, Romer Skincare is offering our listeners 15% off and a gift with your first purchase by using the code LISTENER15. That's code LISTENER15. On their website, RomerSkincare.com. R-O-M-E-R, RomerSkincare.com. No stress, no clutter, just happy skin. Back at it. Back at it. Look. Close caps on my life, but I don't speak much. Since a youngin', I've been looking for a free lunch. The hunger pains went away when we read up. All these backwoods are burning to a tree stump. Still chiefin' like it went out of style. No more orders of fried rice and lemon chicken from Charles. We was wild infants, foster the vile district. No superheroes, just Iron Man like Cal Ripken. My name is Steph, and I'd like to say I've got Cypher Sozy on the show today. <laughs> Sorry, that is my really bad attempt at whatever that was. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the Stuff Up Podcast, a place where we delve into different topics to learn more about ourselves and more about others while having fun along the way. Today, I welcome Cypher Soze, rap artist from Brampton, Ontario. His new album, Eat What You Kill, comes out October 9th. So I'm here with Cypher Soze. Rap artist extraordinaire. So, Cypher, can you, you have an album coming out October 9th. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about your album? Well, the album is titled Eat What You Kill, produced by uh, my boys Future Wave and Finn. They both handled production on on this, this album. And it's it's split right down the middle. So there's 14 tracks, I believe, and Finn produced seven, and Future Wave produced the other seven, and it's uh, back and forth. So for the listeners, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a treat because they're pulling double duty on this one. Awesome. How how many people do you have all collaborating? It's it's just me. Uh-huh. Um, oh, you are you mean how many features do I have on it? Yeah, how many features? Sorry, I don't know all the uh, right terminology. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have five or six features. Okay. From cool. different artists, um, my boy Danielson is on there. Um, Mooch from Rochester, Mooch and Mav, both from the the Cloth Collective from Rochester, New York, and um, my boy Black uh, Family Gang Black, wow. and. And Ace on Eastwood as well. Wow. How do you meet all these people? <laughs> How do you know somebody from like Rochester, New York? <laughs> it's just uh, connections. I mean, I've, I've been out there a lot of times, like to New York and just, uh, you know, networking with different people and connecting with people online. I mean, awesome. it's, it's as easy as a click of the button nowadays, right? So That is true. Not, it's not that hard. <laughs> Do you remember? I don't know if you're, you're pretty young. So I remember the old days, like before. <laughs> I was like, how did we even meet people before? Because <laughs> now there's communities online where you can, you can find somebody who 
or lots of different people who you connect with and who have the same kind of, you know, if you're into music or, or different things. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how did we do this before? <laughs> uh, the bar. The, oh, I didn't go out to the bars. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But now the bar is probably obsolete now because of this whole COVID thing, right? So. Oh, my word, right? <laughs> so how did you get started as a rap artist? Um, well, when I was younger, I just started um, writing loose, loose verses on Actually, I used to jack a lot of my raps from other prominent rappers already. <laughs> um, basically, you take their formula and basically transplant it into my own type thing. That's how I started. Um, so when I was 10, I, I wrote my first rap. Wow. And, um, it was actually at this time that we had an internet connection issue. So before we return to our conversation, I'm just going to take a quick commercial break. Hey, Crumb lovers, this one's for you. Check out Crumb Trails by L, located in Brampton, servicing the GTA. Contact us for your personalized orders. Specializing in buttercream cakes and cupcakes, we also offer a variety of cookies, cheesecakes, cheesecake minis, and our ever-famous maple walnut walnut bars. Check out our page on Instagram at Crumb Trails by L. That's crumbtrails.by.elle. Or contact us at 416-473-5845 for all your Chromtaculous needs. That's yummy to my tummy! Okay, yeah, so you were in the middle of telling me that you started, you wrote your first rap when you were 10. Yeah, so uh, I wrote my first rap when I was 10, and that was over um, Wu-Tang, the Wu-Tang track. Um, oh, wow. Wu-Tang Forever, no, sorry, Triumph. And um, so I ended up forming a, a hip hop group with two of my best friends at the time um, when I was 12. Cool. And my boy Miller, my boy Big C, um, we were known as the Trinity. Yeah, it just started like that. And then Daniel Sun, I met Daniel Sun uh, maybe around the same time when I formed the rap group, but we weren't rapping together until maybe a couple of years later, until we reconnected. And I don't know, we've just been grinding slowly, right? Just mm -hmm. shows, recording local shows to shows in the States. Awesome. Yeah, it's just, it's it's a slow process. Yeah, <laughs> but it sounds like you're doing well. When you were in high school, did you perform at, were you allowed to perform in high school? Or did you have like swear words in your lyrics? Yeah, I, I always had swear words in my lyrics. Ah. So I, I definitely wasn't, I, I mean, I could have, but I just, I don't know. I never performed at high school, no. Hmm. It was just not something I wanted to do at the time. I mean, yeah. in high school, I wasn't taking music serious. I was more, I was more of an athlete. Mm, cool. I played football, so. Yeah, I could see that. Music was, on, <laughs> music was definitely on the back burner at those times, so. When you were a child, did you always dream of being a musician? Or did that kind of change in high school and then change back, or? 
Yeah, I guess it was like a kind of flip-flop thing. I mean, when I was younger, I wasn't really um, dreaming of being a musician, per se. I was just writing mm -hmm. to get my frustrations out and my angers or whatnot. I mean, I, as I got older, I seen the reception from certain people, and I kind of kept taking it more seriously. And, you know, someone's like, yeah, you could go somewhere with this. So awesome. just trying my hand. Yeah. Did you have a mentor or somebody um, that kind of encouraged you in that way and then you pursued it after that? Or was it, was it a slow process where you, people were telling you that you were good? Did you kind of think like, oh, yeah, I can do this? It was more of a slow process, but um, one of my earliest inspirations would be my, my cousin, Crisco, because he's a rapper as well. So I always used to listen to him and get inspiration from him when, since I was, I was younger. And I don't know, I guess I got that same drive from him in a sense. Yeah. That's awesome. It's nice to have other people around you that you get inspired by or encourage you and Definitely. different things like that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What is your writing process like? You said when, when you were younger, you were just writing to get out your frustrations and stuff. Do mm -hmm. you still find that that is part of your writing process or do you just kind of like get in the flow? And um, It's not so much of frustrations anymore, <laughs> but um, my writing process varies on my mood, right? I could, I could hear a beat, sit down and probably make a song in half an hour if I'm feeling it. Wow. Sometimes I could be trying to write a 16 bar verse for fucking two hours. So it, it literally all depends on the type of vibe I get. There's sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll write a line and then maybe a month later, I'll go back to that line and add another line to that line. It's just, I don't know. There's no, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Right. No pun intended, but um <laughs> Yeah, that's that's just how it is sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, the writing process is it it all depends on the environment too for me, right? I mean, if I'm in a a nice quiet, some people like quiet, some people like noise to be around them. I don't really mind either or. Oh, so, so you could pretty much write anywhere? Yeah, yeah. Even on the subway? <laughs> uh, especially on the subway. I mean, oh. <laughs> I wrote a lot. I wrote a lot of songs on the subway. Were and they the angry? <laughs> the t the subway always made me angry. <laughs> <laughs> no, not necessarily. Oh, that's good. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of my a lot of my raps are kind of angrier. Some would say, but but you're not that. an angry person. <laughs> you're like you're like a pretty chilled out person, right? Because mm, I smoke a lot. Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so it keeps me keeps me chill <laughs> oh okay <laughs> so actually uh what are your favorite topics to write and rap about there's no specific topic in general I mean I cover it all like life struggles to like when I was growing up on the new project, I have a song dedicated to my cousin who was murdered in Jamaica. And um, so it's just life. It's just different topics. It's, it's, um, 
especially with this project that doesn't have like a main theme to it but every song is cohesive that's mm -hmm. the one thing yeah i like to mix it up a lot like one of my last projects i had like one of my songs was about my my unborn child at the time because i didn't mm -hmm. have a child yet um i have a song on my former album dedicated to my wife like it's Aww. just just different things different topics about life and mm -hmm. struggle growing up i have talking about uh, racial injustice and equality police brutality everything that's going on in the world right now there's nothing new to me i've been rapping about it so wow now i was on your website and i saw the term underground rap and I was wondering, <laughs> can you elaborate on what exactly that is? Yeah, I've heard well, the term before, but I was like, hmm. Yeah, underground rap is basically anything that's not mainstream or, or known to everybody. It's not played on the radio. You got to be in a certain circle to find it. You know, you probably have to know somebody that, that listened to it and suggested it to you because they, there's not a machine pushing it, right? It's not like Drake with Young Money. You're going to hear him on the radio. You're going to see his video on the TV. No. Underground is, is exactly what it sounds like. It's underground. It's dark. It's grimy. Gritty. It's just not mainstream. Okay. <laughs> it's, cool. it's not pop. Cool. Who are your favorite artists, people that have influenced you over the years? One of my favorite artists is Most Deaf. I mean, my brother got that album black on both sides and I just like destroyed it and murdered it into the ground. Um, I grew up listening to a lot of Biggie Smalls, Pac, mm -hmm. Jay-Z. I mean, the, the usual, everybody puts these people in their top fives, but it's like, it's hard to name anyone else. Like these people have influenced us and they've been doing a good job at it, right? Yeah. Oh man, there's so many artists. <laughs> Too like, many there's so to many name. artists I get inspiration from. Like when I first started writing, I used to listen to a lot of uh, Bad Boy, so Puffy and Mace. Oh yeah, I remember but that. I, but I rap nothing like that. Yeah, huh? I, I'm like I rap nothing like that. Oh. But I mean, <laughs> like that's my initial my initial inspiration were was were those guys I should say Bad Boy. Um, the Locks, Jada Kiss, Steve Locke. A lot of people say I, I, um, I sound like Jada Kiss or Styles P. Cool. It's, I mean, there's, there's, there's so many inspirations, man. Yeah. That's like, you know, when people ask you, what's your favorite song? What's your favorite musician? Oh, yeah, and I'm that. like, what? There can, how that. can you choose a favorite song, first of all? <laughs> People always say, oh, what's your, your top five rappers? And I'm like, there's thousands, if not millions of rappers in the world. And I'm supposed to tell you five of them that I think <laughs> are, are my favorite? Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been influenced by so many people. What The first song that I've, I, I actually heard, and I was like, fuck, this, this is crazy. Like, it like, influenced me to write was Exhibits Paparazzi. I when did that come out? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, if you if you heard it, you might recollect it. Okay. But I don't know. Just when you have some some free time, go look, go look it up. But I yeah, will. That was the first song I heard, and it was like, and kind of like 
from there. Yeah. Hmm. Was that in the nineties or was that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> in the nineties. I remember like, yeah, Tupac and Biggie Smalls and Puff Daddy from the East West coast. Yeah, I was in exactly. high school during that time. And I mm. was like, Whoa. And then it was all mainstream, right? We would hear it. My friend and I always listened to it on the radio and exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then what, Eminem. What doing now? Eminem and, and became then... my guy. I was like, I love Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I would try to rap along and I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I can't do it. <laughs> it talks too fast. He's <laughs> a tongue twister. Is that something you had to, well, I guess you were practicing for a long time since you were a kid, right? Mm. But how do you, how do you talk so fast? Like, how do you do that? Is that <laughs> just practice or? Yes, to me, to me, it's not really talking fast. I mean, pers personally, I don't think I rap at like a fast pace. Like okay. I don't do like double time and Eminem raps really fast sometimes. Um, there's other guys like Twista and groups like Bone Thugs and Harmony that like they just it's like rapid fire. <laughs> I don't consider myself one of those people. But I mean, I guess it's just a learned trait. Yeah. Like I wouldn't said, be able it's pra to. It's practice. I've, I've been doing it a long time. Yeah. And I listen to a lot of music. <laughs> I don't think I'll be able, I don't think I'll be uh, a rapper anytime soon. No. And that's okay. The world doesn't need me. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta practice for a couple of years, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine me out there going, <laughs> I don't think so. Oh boy. So with the album, normally people do tours and have concerts coming up but with covid i don't know how's that gonna work do you have stuff planned or we nothing's planned at the moment because like the world's kind of shut down right i mean yeah. you could travel in canada but most of our fan base is in the united states and that's where we've been doing our shows oh man. um so it kind of sucks we can't even go over there right now we actually right. had a show planned in boston in march that the exact week uh, Boston went into a state of emergency for coronavirus. Oh, really? So like, oh, I guess I guess this trip's canceled. So, <laughs> were you gonna yeah. drive there or were you gonna fly? I was gonna fly. Oh, did you get a refund or? Well, voucher. Oh. You know, you know these air airlines. They don't want to give up money. Yeah. Oh my word! I've heard so many stories, and I'm like, mm. I had a friend who her parents went to the Philippines right before we were in lockdown and they were like, Oh no, you know, we, we want to, we don't want to like cancel this trip. <laughs> they were stuck in the Philippines for a long time because they couldn't get back. <laughs> That's brutal. Yeah. So. I know someone who, who went through the same thing and it's, they decided to leave like maybe the same day we were locking down and oh. took them a while to get back home. Yeah. Oh man. Thank you so much for coming. No problem. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's good talking to you. Likewise. Cypher Soze. Album coming out October 9th. Eat What You Kill, produced by Finn and Future Wave, starring myself. October 9th. Look out for it. I'd like to thank my special guest, Cypher Soze, for being on the show. And the song that you heard sampled was called Holy Chow off of his new album.
If you like this podcast, you can go to rate this podcast backslash stuff up and rate the podcast. You can listen to me wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at stuff up podcast or email me at stuff up podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Now go out there and make it a great day. We slid in the base, money slid in the safe. You try to help them, but they spit in your face. Wait, divine karma when the gust of wind blows. Saves the lava, he ejected and stuck on his chin bone. Circle getting smaller, the urkels of wind slows. No friends, cause only family matters. It's when the swammy bang to build a home. The hammer cocked, the head, the handyman. No SMGs, it's little arms, I'm like a salamander.